Hello and welcome to The Projector Playground, a space created by and for projectors in the human design system. In this podcast, we will be exploring all things related to human design through a projector lens, what it means to be a guide and energy weaver for others, and how learning, playing, and resting are our signature tickets to success. I am your host, Eliana Miranda, and I am so deeply honored to be guiding us all into the psychedelic gardens that is our projector energy field. Our aura is focused, our seeing is psychic, and our invitations are made of magic. So if you are ready to play the projector way, then join us in this episode of The Projector Playground. Hello and welcome to The Projector Playground, a space for us to have some fun, talk about all things projector, hopefully meet a few projectors along the way, and to kind of collaborate and co-create with the universal projector aura that is at play coming online into new levels of embodiment and awareness and hope for the future to come. So I am Eliana. I'm a 2-4 splenic classic projector and I have been studying human design and experimenting with it for about five years now. And though I love to learn and love to research and love to explore this essence within myself and in, you know, written texts and downloads from Ra Uruhu, I am wanting to say just right off the bat that I am still so new and open to all of these complexities and human design downloads. I will not say I'm an expert. In fact, I've never been trained in human design but I simply just have an awe and fascination and excitement about this topic and about what this um, experiment can offer us and how it can help us to be in better relationship with both ourselves and others and the world. So I'm coming at you today and all days from a place of total receptivity to what wants to come through, being open and vulnerable and um, honoring that I am still a student of this practice and though I might be offering up some teachings or sharing with you what I've learned from being a student that I am still in you know those first seven years and Ra'ur who says that it takes seven years for I would even say just one layer of the deconditioning process you know it seems like there's been so much conditioning especially in my 33 years of life that it may or may not be able to be completely recreated in seven years, though I will say that after five years, things have absolutely shifted and changed and opened up new energy in a whole new way, new capacity in a whole new way, a new connection to myself in a way that I can honestly and embodiedly say um, that even just the little steps, even just the small shifts in our awareness and the uh, openness to experiment with this system are 
really aligned and attuned to where we're going in the future of humanity, where we're going in the future of ourselves, and where we're rising up into the potential of our ancient soul and this like technological universe that we're all entering into, you know, in the age of Aquarius, where things will look different on planet Earth. So before I go too much deeper, I did just want to give a huge shout out to all of those that I've been connecting with over on Instagram since I started writing about, um, or I should say sharing my writings about what it feels like to be a projector and what I've learned from researching um, the projector codes. It's been such a beautiful experience to kind of put myself out there in this way and share just my own interpretation of the system and have so many magical, unique individuals um, really resonating with the writings and meeting me in, you know, the direct messages and talking about this template of being a projector in existence and what that looks like and how that shows up and just bridging the gap between these separate parts of the projector world into something where there's cohesive connection and energy flow and attunement to each other coming online. And, you know, I, I led a projector focus group um, a couple of months ago and 55 projectors showed up to be in this space together. And one of the big downloads that came through was that us being 20, 21, 22% of the population and us being the guides for the 70% of the population, the generators and manifesting generators that have the energetic capacity to do things, to build, to create the world. We've been kind of split up all over the earth. We've been uniquely placed in places all over the earth. And this was also by design. It seems that, you know, the 20% of us have had to take up our grid spaces on this planet so that we could kind of hold this energetic container, this energetic grid um, to guide the energy around us. So though I have plenty of projectors in my field, I have a lot of really good projector friends, my father, my sister, all projectors. Um, we all have very different missions, the ones that are very close to me. And though they might interweave and they might have some resonance with each other, it seems like those that I'm connecting with through sharing these teachings and these studies that are kind of coming through my own lived experiment with human design are people from all over the world, you know, from Egypt and Australia and um, Siberia and just all of these different places where we can kind of have our own reign. And I don't say that in a way of like, we are the queens and the kings and we'll take over the world because we're really here to, we as projectors are here to set into motion a new tone of hierarchy and a new tone of leadership and a new way of being in kind of collective counsel with all of those that are around us rather than just leading by brute force or by um, informing in the way that manifestors have done and have risen to the top of the hierarchical structures throughout our past existence. So projectors are here to kind of be leaders of this new earth template. We're here to be guides in a way that we haven't been able to guide or be guided before. And, and this is all for divine purpose. This is because in 2027, and I'm sure in a later podcast, I'll talk more about 2027 with more detail, but 
there's a new group of humans that are going to be birthed into the earth, according to Ra Uruku and the voice. And these new humans that are coming into the earth are going to be born with spiritual authority. So we currently, those of us here and now, have been moving as a humanity from living by external authority, living by mind authority, living by giving our power away to others, to start to come into an internal authority, to come back into the authority of our magnetic monopole, of our body, of our um, authority and our strategy, you know, this kind of like internal mechanism to guide us on the right path towards our destiny. But those that are coming in in the future, they're going to have this spiritual attunement that, you know, we, we don't have, I guess, in the kind of context of how human design has been presented. But I would say that so many of us absolutely have this kind of spiritual signpost within us and around us that makes us just a little bit different and unique um, to those other beings in the world that don't necessarily see reality through spiritual eyes. And, and if you're here and you're listening to this podcast, I am imagining that you are um, one of these people that's kind of here to awaken the spiritual templates on earth or to at least reorganize the earth so that there is space for these spiritual templates to be birthed and to awaken and to have part of the earth that they can call their own, to not be put into boxes, to not be subject to the authority of others, to not have to kind of follow the old ways, but really we're kind of recreating the energy grids of the earth so that it opens up space for these new beings to come in and come online and really recreate the earth into what she's calling it, into what the earth is calling it, into what the future is calling in for us as a human civilization to be operating like here on earth. So kind of scooting back, but those that I've been connecting with on Instagram and in that space, like it seems that those beings, and I'm sure the beings that I'll be connecting with through this podcast are ones that are really spiritually attuned, ones that are really kind of invoking the spiritual mainframe, that are seeing life through spiritual eyes and that are bringing spiritual work into the world. And so spiritual work can look a lot of different ways, right? It can be artists and painters, it can be creators and builders, it can be um, literal physical energy readers and divinators and channelers and writers and people that are invoking the sacred word of spirit that's kind of where i feel like i fit into this whole thing is through through my words my my name eliana means god has answered me messenger of god so it's my words that i'm kind of invoking this new idea or resonance into the field through these podcasts through these conversations and i have a defined g center and a defined throat connected to my spleen. So it's like very much um, in my chart, you know, that like I'm here to kind of offer up my own personal direction as guide and wisdom and intuitive thought for others. And I would just like to think as I'm talking here and kind of tuning into you in the future, listening to this podcast, that you also in some way are a transmitter of spiritual energy, that you are in some way holding that space for yourself and for your family and for the field of the earth that you were plopped down into, that your soul kind of chose um, as the place, you know, the family, the parents, the, the land, the city, the community, the culture that you were born into, that your guiding 
the energies of towards this divinely aligned future. And so with all that being said, um, I plan to use this as a platform to connect us with the spiritual resonance of being a projector, to connect us with that timeline where we are invited into positions of leadership, where we are kind of moved from the realms unseen into the realms that are kind of seen and respected and recognized by all. And, you know, Ra-Uruhu said that projectors are meant to be seen. And yet there's this kind of dichotomy here that, at least in my experience, in my own body and what I've been living through my life, maybe you do or do not resonate, that a lot of projectors go really unseen. And that could be due to just like a lot of conditioning, a lot of cloaking mechanisms to keep our energy protected, protected because we don't know proper cleaning tools. We don't really know the way to get people's energies out of us that we've put these, you know, invisibility cloaks on us so that others cannot necessarily see us. But in the root of this human design system, projectors are meant to be seen. And I think my own perception here that as we do more of the conditioning work and as the times continue changing and as people realize that they need more systemic structure around something that they can actually lean on, that they can actually tune into themselves, that they can actually believe in and connect with as an extension of them rather than just this hierarchy of that which is above them that they are disconnected to that they can only connect to through the words of a white man or through the guidance of a certain teacher that when they start to kind of find that this energy that this connection to sources within themselves that they're going to want to connect with other beings that have been playing in the realms unseen that have been playing in the energetics, that can see the energy, that can guide energy, that can connect them to the energetic imprint that lives within themselves. And so I'm kind of just invoking and calling and praying that in for all of us, that those of us that have felt unseen or unrecognized or uninvited in this world, that we start to really see our place in society and really see why we matter and why we're here and why we're so vitally important to the future of humanity. So I think I'll probably get into details in future episodes of invitations and what we're here to be invited for and what we're here to be recognized for and the energetics of all of that. Um, and I'm offering, operating off of a splenic authority. So I'm kind of just going where the energy takes me, where my body intuitively hits that we're meant to go. But I want to talk about golden invitations, and I want to talk about how important it is to wait to be invited. And I also want to talk about this in an empowering way, because I feel like a lot of the human design talk out there makes it feel like we're just sitting around, unimportant, unnoticed, unrecognized until somebody else gives us validation. And though that's true on some level, the real nuance of that is like, when we're sitting at home waiting for the invitation, when we're doing our thing, feeling like nobody else can see us, we are doing so much work in the realms unseen, in the energetic realms. We're doing so much that other types' eyes are not going to be able to access or understand themselves because it's not their job. It's not what they're here to do. So while we're sitting and waiting for the invitation, what we're actually doing is cultivating our own energetic garden. 
And when the invitation comes, it's like, you don't have to go anywhere or do anything or become anyone that you're not. The invitation is going to show up and they're going to ask for something that's already growing in your garden. They're going to ask for that particular flower essence, that particular plant medicine, that particular writing, intuitive teaching, idea, thought, painting, whatever it is that it may be that you're working on when you're doing your thing in your own field, waiting for somebody to recognize you and invite you in. The invitation is not coming from somebody else empowering you, from somebody else giving you the energy work that you need to do, from somebody else telling you what you need to be. The invitation is coming from you yourself being in this aura, this incredible projector aura that magnetizes people in, that just feel, know, intuit, that they need something that you have, that they need whatever medicine it is that you are growing in your garden. And this is really important because our aura is focused and absorbing, meaning that we um, energetically, right? Maybe <laughs> not physically, energetically. And if you're not really attuned to your energetics, like that's okay. I'm going to break this down more in future episodes of what an aura is, what that means, that our aura is uh, penetrating into another, focusing into another and absorbing them in. But basically we reach inside of another person. We reach inside of their energy bucket. We take in and we taste their energy. We energetically taste their aura. We energetically taste what they have going on in their life. We we can feel what they're moving through in our own bodies. We can sense it. We can interpret it. We can decode it. And because we have this ability to move out and bring them in, right? That's what makes us stellar guides. And, and it also means that we're really subject to being conditioned by others simply because we are constantly eating and digesting the energetics of the world. And I like to think of it like we're eating and digesting the energetics of the world because we're kind of here to be like purifiers and cleaners of that energy and help the energy to become more clear and resonatory to what is healthy for the earth and healthy for humanity and therefore healthy to the cosmic interface of the stars and the universe all around us. And if we ingest too much poison, right, it's going to kill us. Like if we aren't aware of what we're taking in and how we're alchemizing that through our own throats, through our own essences, through our own beings, it can be something that completely overrides our system, our nervous system, our energetic system, our body, our mind. It completely can override who we are naturally inside because we're just running other people's energy through us. And, you know, if we're not listening to our authority, if we're not waiting for the invitation, first waiting for the invitation and then listening to the authority, it can be really easy to say yes to people that we're not really in resonance with. It can be a form of conditioning in itself to just feel like we have to read everyone's energy all the time, that we have to digest and integrate and assimilate everyone else's stuff for them because we want to be seen, because we want to feel invited into society, because we want to feel like we have a place here. So all of that is really normal and all of that is necessary. And it's part of the whole journey of being conditioned so you can decondition yourself. Like that's kind of, I think at least the fun part of human design is it really opens up this field and idea and knowing that like we're meant to be conditioned because the art of deconditioning is so fascinating especially I think for projectors. Now I can't speak for any of the other types. I'm sure that they could resonate with that in some way, 
But as a projector, seeing what parts of me are not my own, seeing what has been conditioned by my mother, my father, friends, family, relationships, seeing what energy I've been running through my field that was never actually mine to run in the first place or wasn't mine to keep running for longer than the invitation allowed, the process of getting to see that so clearly manifest in the physical form and then getting to do the energetic processing of releasing and clearing and returning that energy back to sender to me is really, really interesting. To me, it kind of uncloaks the unseen realms and allows the unseen to kind of speak through our lived material um, living form, our, our living existence. So if you're showing up here, whether you're brand new to human design or you've been doing this experiment for a while, learning about being a projector for a long time, doing this, running the experiment through your body and your life and seeing how it plays out, I'm hoping that this podcast is going to have something for everybody. I'm hoping that there's going to be um, ways to expand on what you already know, ways to drop deeper into what you're ready to open up to, and also ways for new projectors to tune more into themselves, to know a little bit more about who they are in a fun, playful, um, projector-channeled way. A lot of the teachings I found both in human design and in all of the world are offered up by generators and manifesting generators. And though I found some projector teachers very recently who I'm in such deep resonance and respectfulness of. Um, I think it's really important for us as projectors to start to kind of reclaim this conversation about what it means to be a projector living in society and also to reclaim some of the other conversations about what it means to be a leader, what it means to be manifesting into the lived uh, material realm, you know, what it means to be a guide of a new template or a new system or a new uh, study. So projectors are really here good at studying a system that allows them to understand the human experience even better. So that way when somebody comes and invites them in, wants to like feed and receive from their knowledge, that we have a specific system integrated into our aura that we can help guide somebody through so that they can find the answers for themselves. So it's not about us telling people what to do. It's not about us directing people what we think that they should do. Anything that we think is meant to just be uh, an interesting exploration of the mind that is never actually meant to inform the way we are living or guiding others. Um, but that we can be open. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> but that we can be open to, oh, here we go that we have a system <laughs> inside of us that um, opens up to the person being able to go on a journey with us as their guide or as a friend or as an ally that kind of offers them like, oh, there's a signpost over there. Oh, like beware of that turn up there, you know, um, follow your strategy and authority. That's like the way you'll tune back into your own inner guidance system. Like that's our role is to have these systemic plays that we can play with with others. Um, we're meant to learn the systems. We're also really here to play. We're here to play in this physical realm. We're here to play with others. We're here to play in the unseen and the energetic realms. We're here to make this kind of evolution of human consciousness a little more fun. At least that's how I like to look at it because it can be really serious and I'm sure I sound serious when it comes to a lot of this and I will sound serious in a lot of topics moving forward. 
because that's kind of just the aura that I run. Um, but the play has been one of the most integral parts of us returning, of me returning back to the original projector imprint, which is that our souls and our hearts are young and fun and they want to be on the playground with other beings, helping them and supporting them and feeling like they're invited in to play in the game of the human experience. So that's why in this podcast, we're really kind of tuning into this playground of projector magic and wanting to bring these things online in a way that feels really exciting and really fun and really um, playful. <laughs> and yeah, so I think I'm going to wrap this one up. It doesn't seem like there's anything else that wants to come through for this first episode. Um, though I'm sure if I wanted to keep talking, I could, cause I'm just filled with words all the time, but to save you <laughs> from having to listen to me, just jargoning on without a real intention, I'm going to put a nice bow on this and just say that you have permission to tune into who you are innately inside, to be who you are innately inside, to experiment with being a projector without making it the end all be all of this will save my soul because I promise you it won't. It's really helpful. It's really intuitive and it's really fun, especially for projectors to help us learn about ourselves and to learn about the people around us. And it's still a system that's outside of us. And if we're not using it and directing it back to our own lived experience, our own relationships, our own reality, then it's just a way for our mind to keep playing tricks on us. And in human design, we are really working with the idea that the mind is just here to be an interesting bystander, passenger in the vehicle of life, taking in the sights, enjoying the ride, having fun little thoughts that they love to throw around and inspire us with, but that the mind isn't the end all be all. So take human design, take it from your mind, take it into your living experience. Don't let it be the crutch that you hang all of your hats on, but do let it offer you some new fun hats to wear. <laughs> let it uh, give you some new clothes to dress up in and some play to explore in and some life to breathe into your life again and again and again. All right. Thank you so much for being here. So great to be connecting with you in the realms seen and unseen. I am in gratitude to be a projector on this journey with so many other magical projectors. So all my love and all my awe for all that you are and all that you be. And I will see you in the future realms unseen. <laughs> I'll see you in a future episode. Take care.